0: So I went to go see Free Guy, and a uh, perfect way to sum up exactly what I saw or how I felt about the movie um, brings me back to a tale involving uh, going to the dollar store. I normally go to like a it's like a Dollar Tree near the uh, movie theater I go to because yeah, I saw it in theaters because I didn't felt I you know okay. And uh, it's a Dollar Tree that I go to, and I just stopped back in to pick up some pick up some stuff before I went home. And uh, the guy I be chatting it up with, you know, because I always see him whenever I go see a movie and whatnot. And then he asked me how the movie was. And I was like, ah, it was okay. And there was this old lady in front of me, and she was like, oh, I saw it. It was great. I thought that movie was great. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, so, and then I was like, this is a perfect example of what I'm going to talk about because old lady if you're listening i know you're not but um you're old your impression of movies is whatever as long as it's flashy and got a bunch of colors and it has a joke or two you're entertained you're entertained for all eternity i on the other hand have a more structured palette um, or preference if you wish to be nice about it but in terms of movie going, watching and whatnot, Free Guy is just okay, and I mean low tier, okay, low low hanging fruit kind of okay. Um, Free Guy, le, 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 so let's let's get into it really. Free Guy itself is a movie about um, a video game in which there's an NPC known as Guy, who essentially finds out and figures out that he's actually inside of a video game. He plays the game accordingly and actually helps out his fellow NPCs, which sparks a big-time mass media um, influence for the video game. And then later, it actually um, sprawls into the fact that he's helping out someone who created the original source code for the game who is trying to find out if the original source code was used and the royalties that they are owed, because the game development company, um, essentially, uh, stifled her out of her, um, uh, what, what was due to her. And so upon finding out this, per- upon finding this person, guy goes against the normal programming of an NPC and then decides to actually follow the girl because he falls in love with her. You know, love at first sight type of deal. So upon the level of first sight type of deal with the girl that he finds out, he tries to help her out. She tells him that the help that she needs is required for a higher level character. So he actually goes out leveling up and thus him helping out his NPC people. So because he's against violence and things like that, you have him doing nice things, going against missions that actually gain him, uh, get him a high level up faster. And so then upon doing that, he then finds the girl again and then tries to figure out more um, he then tries to help her out and then you find out more about exactly what went on with the girl and what all she's doing and things like that and so it eventually boils down to when the girl eventually starts to the see guy as actually an npc well before this happened she thought of him as a player who essentially just was a noob and didn't understand anything. And then upon doing that, she then discovers that they have a lot in common. And then after that, he kisses her in the game. She starts to kind of like him. And the co-creator of the video game that she's trying to find proof of in the online game she's playing now is contacting her and letting her know that he also believes that some of their source code is inside of the game. At first, he didn't, but then he does And then upon them discovering out that uses guys help to try and find and um, get in um, an image that was used as a source code. Um, Well, not an image that was used, I misspoke. There, um, someone um, like basically someone high up in the game or just someone happened to get a clip or find a glitch that was able to let her see an image. Of the original um, source code, so like say like their thing was like an island, their original game was like an island or something, <laughs> and then um, he found a glitch where he could basically see the island, and she was trying to get an image of that, which would prove that they did use the original source code, and it's inside of the game, and then like you know basically she would get she would get her her just desserts, but upon doing that guy essentially becomes a problem in the game as people are no longer playing the game or having fun. And then because they eventually figure out that he actually is an NPC and not a character going around in the skin of an NPC doing stuff, but instead is just this actual NPC going off the rails of his programming, they decide to shut down the servers. On doing this, they erased the data that was on the image of the glitch, but not before Guy was able to tell the, um, the girl that he actually has seen the glitch also. So <laughs> before the glitch happens, he gets rebooted. His memories of the girls are erased, but then the co-creator of the game establishes and tells her that essentially all of the characters are just reskinned of their characters, so he still is capable of free form um, free thinking and moving around and essentially that's what he was always designed to do because they designed characters to do that but he happens to be a particular character that was designed by the co-creator and so upon seeing the main girl um whom he had as an idea behind in terms of who the free guy would have a major love interest essentially he was supposed to be a love struck character who could never be with the one that he truly loves but he had to base the one that he truly loves off somebody and so he based it off of the co-creator <sighs> yeah and um <laughs> in doing so that establishes that upon meeting the co-creator in the game is when is why guy fell in love with her so when guy had his memories all reset and it was like uh the the, the guy co creator was like they're not really gone it's just that he's Reset, you can't really reset them like that. It doesn't get rid of anything because you haven't destroyed the servers. So she had to jot back his uh, memories and whatnot. So she kisses him in the game and that makes him remember everything. And then upon remembering everything, they find out more about exactly where he saw the original source code. Then he gathers up the other NPCs who essentially decide to not. Um, do anything or go against what their original programming was as his interactions with the other NPCs, get them to learn and grow and whatnot. And considering that they're just reskins of the programs that was created by the guy and girl co-creators, they have free thinking. They actually can live, they move, they feel and things like that. So once they're nudged in the right direction, they can go outside of their programming and do whatever they want. So then they all start to do whatever they want. They continue to not play the game. So, upon doing this, the owner of the gaming studio basically uh, kind of catches wise, you could say, um, but tries to stop them from figuring out or uh, finding the source code of the game, which would essentially ruin them, and that's kind of when it snowballs until like the, the climactic end of the game. He boots all the characters in the game out of the game, he drops in his own made-up NPCs, all the NPCs essentially don't do anything that he wants them to do, like going after a character, trying to get them, you know, like up in your police rating on um, Grand Theft Auto. Like, if the police don't come after you, then what does that mean? You know, so basically having all of that happen, um, and one little thing. And then essentially having everyone in the world watching Guy because he became this incredibly popular character who was just going around playing the game the opposite way and then became incredibly famous for it and so they somehow stream him playing um, or getting to the end to try to find proof of the original source code of the game and then upon doing so the owner of the video gaming company is destroying the servers and while he's destroying the servers the guy was able to land into the original source code and then approved all around the world that the game basically was taken or there's proof that to the girls um lawsuit she had pending against the gaming company then at the end she made a deal with the owner of the gaming company in which he just um gives her the original uh server and the source code of the game that he bought from her she gets no reparations she wanted no money she wanted nothing she just wanted the source code in the game to be left alone and he granted her that the movie ends with the gaming company essentially going down after the release of the sequel to the video game that free guy and everyone else was in um And the girl and the co-creator starting up a business again, trying to create um, their original game or their original process and it actually gaining a little traction and gaining a little speed in the process. Um, While that is happening, she finds out through Guy that essentially he was a love letter to her from her co-creator, which lets her finally realize that he had feelings for her and then that leads her to Realized she had feelings for him. And so then they get together. And then Guy is left alone. and Well, Guy is left in his world with all the NPCs living their own life. And he's back with his best friend. Continuing to live the way that he always wanted to. Um, And he's happy. So everyone ends happily ever after. That essentially is the sum up of the movie. There are plenty of jokes. It is really funny um, in certain places. And there are a lot of references that a lot of people will get. And the movie is really, 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 really okay. Why? Because there's just way too much shit that happens in the movie that's just incredibly questionable. And honestly, when you're paying attention, you sit there and there's just jarring flaws. that are like, what? So, like when the girl sparked back up Ryan Reynolds, um, sparks back up the guy's memory, free guy memory, um, the blue shirt guy, I mean, sparks back up his memory by kissing him. When it was previously established that there's no button to kiss. So how did she kiss him? I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> the game itself is an MMO that's supposedly just played worldwide and like such a big freaking deal, but there's not too many players on the game. If they were supposed to establish that it is on like different servers or whatnot. Um, so really weird. <laughs> it's really weird that it does that. Um, because as many people as are in the game, it's like, if this is a worldwide thing, there'd be a hell of a lot more people playing this game um, at all hours of the day. So (laughs) like that was incredibly jarring. The movie also had this tendency to do things. I was like, it, it made it to where the movie is obviously meant for younger people, but it, the, the promotion of it and things like that kind of didn't seem like it was meant for younger people, but I do suggest that children watch this movie, but it just had big time issues. Um, one of well, I had issues with them trying to connect with a younger audience and whatnot. One of the things was them having actual real life streamers being showcased in the movie. I actually thought that was dumb, um because of the fact that streamer popularity is not as it, it's not as concrete as basically movie producers and whatnot would like to think. it's It's the same thing of like the daily show having Trevor play with Ninja fortnite on xbox or something like that at a time when ninja's popularity as a streamer was definitely super fucking low and it was like it wasn't the height of his popularity but when his popularity was going down tremendously and it was like this is a way to connect daily show with younger um, younger kids no you fuck, because not everyone plays fortnite as popular as it is not everyone plays fortnite also Most people who enjoy watching other people play Fortnite will probably have their own personal uh, selected uh, streamer that they more so would like to see. Um, And then uh, in the age of like championships and whatnot, you would probably get a bigger response out of someone who plays it competitively rather than someone like Ninja, who essentially is just a popular Fortnite player on a downward slope. But people don't think of shit like that. Also, Ninja was in the movie. Ninja's in the movie and he's a Fortnite player. Why the fuck would he be talking about or commentating on a whole new different game? Doesn't fucking happen. Doesn't fucking happen. No one cares about that. If, if, if him giving his own adverse ideas and uh, talk about like a different game interactions and whatnot would be taken as if you're hearing a mosquito buzz in your ear. No one would fucking care because that's not what Ninja is known for. He's known for his knowledge of Fortnite. He's known for playing Fortnite. So having him talk about any other game is ridiculous. (laughs) So um, they also had Pokimane and a a slew of other actual real-life streamers. And the thing is, is that people who would be interested into that would probably be okay with it. But the movie itself should have probably promoted that they had them in it um, at some point. You know, showcasing them talking or giving a... um, or commentating on it or anything like that. Hell, they even had Pokimane, and I thought it was dumb that they had Pokimane talking about the game, and then just like in real life, she didn't show any fucking thing about the game on her stream of talking on the game. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's for Pokimane too. Pokimane's not popular because she's really good at fucking video games, and it's like, you obviously missed the goddamn mark on that aspect. So what I did enjoy in terms of doing an actual streamer was the character who had Chad and Tatum as a um, character that he was playing with in the game. And realistically, that should have been what the movie itself did. You just had a slew of other people playing these no-name streamers and essentially acting as if they were big-time streamers, rather than paying big-time streamers to appear in your movie, which honestly served no purpose outside of the fact that you just had these people on here playing and talking, and it just seemed really forced and fake and it was obviously just not their fucking forte streamers aren't actors okay They're streamers <laughs> and it's like a lot of people aren't gonna miss aren't really gonna catch who they are i personally only saw like two or three some of them i knew were professional streamers but i don't know their names or anything about them or anything like that and it's like i don't look at streamers and anything like that so i knew i knew like i know i've seen them before i've seen people talk about them but i don't know anything about them and so I'm pretty sure that a lot of older people who would watch the movie would feel the exact same way. And it's like, yes, there is a younger generation that might be interested in seeing them on the big screen and whatnot. But again, shit like ninja's popularity going down, Pokimane going through so much bullshit that she goes through and whatnot. And they're like all of these people have problems. So it just seems that it would have been safer and possibly funnier to have had people act out as professional streamers playing this game and are known for this game and whatnot, which would then coincide with the fact that you're dealing with a fake fucking video game and then you have a fake fucking interest in this game and whatnot. Very, it it just seemed sloppy that they did that. And then when they had the original, when they had the the kid who was a streamer playing um, with Chad and Tatum, uh, it, it felt natural and funny, the way how they had him interact and everything. Chad and Tatum being incredibly expressive and in your face when speaking to his followers while the kid was actually on a mic and just stone cold, like just, just a solid face <laughs> that did not move and just did not care. But he was like, yeah, so cool. I like, mean, so cool. But you got Chad Tatum being like, man, this is so cool. This is so cool. Funny. there was like a funny little duality going on with that. And I was like, they just should have had more of that with more People who were supposed it streamers, I would have enjoyed it a hell of a lot more because again, names to faces—you you don't really need that, you know. And it's like you're trying to persuade people that this game is is popular in its own right, and to have an where Pokemon was like uh, talking about the the fucking owner of a studio to fix whatever's going on with the game. And I was like, what is this pretentious shit? And I was like, why is it? This is coming off as some entitled bullshit. I was like, damn, this seems annoying to me. <laughs> her going, I don't know what's going on, but you guys need to fix this. Like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ. So, and it's like, I don't even think she does this in real life. Like, talk about a game to this extent. So why do they have her on here like that? Very fucking weird. And a lot of the jokes were really, really flat. Um, The real guy, I keep seeing his ass in movies. And honestly, someone needs to let these people know he is not funny. He just isn't funny. His jokes didn't hit. They They weren't good. His interaction with Ryan Reynolds was really bad. They had no type of chemistry whatsoever. Them interacting as friends was just bland. I would say... One of the best moments that they had was when Ryan Reynolds went to his house to speak to him. And then they had a back and forth about playing pretend for a little hot minute. And realistically, the conversation was more so Ryan Reynolds being annoyed at real, who was misinterpreting what he was trying to say. And I was like, throughout this entire movie, this is the only interaction between these two that seems genuine. Everything else just seems so bad. I was like, them trying to be friends didn't even come off as a friendship to me. It just seemed like they were co-workers who were kind of forced to be together, but the movie needed to solidify that they were friends, so it had them mention multiple times my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend over and over and over and over again to beat it over your head that, yeah, they're actually friends. Other than that, it just seemed like a whatever. Like, hell, even near the end of the movie when Ryan Reynolds was kind of giving a speech to the rest of the NPCs, I felt like real would have fit better if he was just this random NPC that was around like the rest of them, but not more so supposed to be a major part of Ryan Reynolds life. So <laughs> I mean like uh, an incredibly funny part, like when, when Ryan Reynolds first broke off the rails and he asked for a cappuccino rather than what he typically got as a coffee um, and like a cop just says, somebody's about to get shot. And like, and everyone like turned and look at him and it was like, well, you're trying to get something different and he was like, I was just joking with you. And everyone started laughing. It's was like, I I like that. But the thing is about this movie is that it had a huge, huge glaring problem. Now, the big problem of this movie is the fact that Ryan Reynolds was a necessity. This movie would not have been funny at all or entertaining unless he was playing the main character. It's weird when you see a movie act like that um typically robin williams playing genie and Aladdin. if it wasn't him it wouldn't have been good you know but it's like it's not like the movie aladdin wouldn't have been good it's just that the part of genie wouldn't have been good within this movie if it wasn't for ryan reynolds basically keeping up with (laughs) like basically holding the whole movie on his shoulders this wouldn't have been entertaining at all and that's a bad thing as far as i'm concerned um, Taka Watiti isn't that his name? I, I'm not sure. Uh, I just saw him in the Suicide Squad movie for a small little bit. And I know he's gonna be in fucking um, the Thor, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie because the dude likes putting himself in his own movies. So whatever. He likes being in movies and then like putting himself in the movies he direct. Who cares? Whatever. But he um, he was in this movie as the the owner of the company that was that basically the game came off of. Um, Free City, I believe that's the name of the game. And so he was the the owner and creator, uh, creator blah, 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 the studio and whatnot. And he was this eccentric, semi-smart, semi-dumb guy that kind of had his shit going on, but basically was really just this wacky, lame lizard. As someone who plays video games and someone who knows about video game companies, those people don't exist. Owners of companies are not the eccentric, in-your-face type of guy. That might be the case for small indie in, um companies and whatnot, possibly. But big fortune 500, 600 gaming companies and shit like that, no. They do not have the eccentric, dumb-slash-smart guy running the shot, calling the shots. I get the concept of that for this movie, but it was lame. I felt that having a businessman who was more so... About money and interest and everything, probably more so reflective of how the video game industry actually is, would have came off more, um, possibly more genuine, um, instead of less just wacky. And you know, it's like you you basically got a bunch of millennials sitting in an office with a bunch of computers everywhere, and I'm supposed to believe that yeah, this is how you have your studio set up, having these small time people around. All in the same area, and it's like someone who deals with complaints that goes in the game and fixes issues or tries to fix bugs is going to be in the same room or the same office space with the people who are creating a character and debugging shit and things like that. It's like no, no, just just, come on. (laughs) Like this wasn't this wouldn't be a giant skyscraper of a building. This be four story place tops, you know, (laughs) and possibly sharing office space with another company or something. Like you wouldn't know gaming. Like just uh, like, (laughs) I just, I felt as if it wasn't really that genuine. And honestly, it was more so like you got this guy being this eccentric dumbass who would come across and say these things and it was like hey there's a guy in the game that's essentially kind of messing up the game but then he was like no it's blowing up off of social media let's just make a skin of him in the new game and everyone's loving it and they're playing the game you know it's fine and that seems all right but the movie itself again going back to the fact that the movie just had huge flaws starts off with ryan reynolds going outside the realm of what the normal npc does The complaint is the fact that he killed a character, took their glasses, and that's how he gets introduced into the game. But upon doing such a thing, you have two people come in, or two moderators come into the game to essentially stop him. They wind up killing him within the game, but then he just wakes up the next morning and goes through his regular routine. But still, he gets the whole glasses thing and starts going around messing with other players within the game and leveling up accordingly afterwards. And... That's where I was incredibly confused because at first this was something that was monitored and he was promptly dealt with when it first happened. But then after the fact, he was able to level up all the way to level 107 or something like that and nothing stopped him. He just became incredibly popular because he was stopping people from playing the game the way how the game was meant to be played. Very weird, (laughs) like very fucking weird now. The narrative, and then also this goes on, um, goes back to what I was saying. And so like that incredibly weird, I was like, Hey, he essentially was found up as like a glitch or a problem or something like that, that they promptly tried to stop. And then after the fact, it was like, Oh, they just forgot him. Like, <laughs> like now he's not a problem. Now he's blown up on social media, but it's like, he was always a problem. He's still doing the same thing. You know, and it's like, it seems like there would have been a team of people checking out or trying to stop him whatever it was he was doing the next time he decided to do something but no the movie was just like nah he's good so that was incredibly idiotic and then you have the fact that the movie itself uh it it tackled on a subject matter this is and like this was a, a literal theory that was presented once and it's one of the stupidest fucking things in the world but it's an actual theory that essentially playing a game and having a character do something that they (laughs) that they themselves don't have a choice or a say in the matter is inherently wrong because these characters are real. It's just that we have the ability to control them. But because we have the ability to control them, it doesn't mean that they're doing what it is that they want to do. It's more so going outside the realm of Wreck-It Ralph. Um, Well, not going outside, but being the whole Wreck-It Ralph problem, which is stupid, (laughs) It was like that's so fucking stupid, and, and it's like it's a video game. But to the narrative of the movie, they were actually advanced AI that were technically living, you know. And it was like they're technically sentient, but things were just happening to them, and they were just stuck in a little loop. So that's okay. But again, they're inside of a video game where people are meant to do the things that they do to um to stuff, and. They just had moments where it's like the game would just be so fucking weird. Where Ryan Reynolds gathered up all the NPCs and then he was able to have a huge conversation with them. But then the movie acts as if this isn't something that would be imperative to the company, the people playing the game or streamers playing the game until after Ryan Reynolds' conversation was over with. They're like as soon as he was gathering up NPCs, that should have been something we were seeing. We should have seen the fallout of the company witnessing this happened as well. We should have seen the company try to establish or figure out what the hell is going on, and then you have other players going around trying to figure out what the hell is going on as well. All of that should have been made apparent while he was saying his speech and gathering up people. But they didn't do that. They just made it seem like, "Oh no, it's totally cool if he was to gather all of the NPCs and nothing like nothing was to come from it." Really fucking dumb. Like that's just that was really dumb. So it it had enough in it for for you to essentially you know you could plop a kid in front of the movie let them turn their brain off and look at the movie but in terms of actually being an enjoyable film this is kind of a one watch get over yourself type of movie it doesn't have any um pull to cause in, like to cause me to want to see the movie again uh i'm damn sure I don't want to buy it or anything like that i can definitely understand You know, like a kid popping it on and wanting to see it. And like that, that's cool. But in terms of like a longevity aspect, nope. Because again, um, one, having streamers of today's standards being popped into the movie, hey, that shit's going to get old real fast as time goes on. If you would have had your own people, it would have been timeless. Um, The concept of the characters essentially not agreeing with the roles that they were given, even though they were actually NPCs, is ridiculous criticizing and um criticizing and talking about a game that essentially has people doing like you're you're allowed to shoot guns fight people and attack npcs essentially you're criticizing people who play grand theft auto which it seems to me that's what this movie was it was trying to do you know and it was like what if there was a nice game where you had the the vast world of grand theft auto but people weren't going around trying to kill each other. <gasps> wow, wowie, kazawi! And it's like, yeah, but the appeal of this game was what it was, <laughs> which was that you're going around killing NPCs and doing all this crazy stuff. And it's like, in your world, this is like the top game in the world, and there's a reason for that. So going against that concept to be like, oh no, like that's that's bad or that's wrong, almost waving a finger at the gamer, um, essentially where the game itself is awkward and backwards as to why the leveling up system would be going against the general narrative of um fighting or doing missions and leveling up faster that way rather than doing the missions and leveling up the proper way you know and it was like if that was the case then the game itself would have been played differently in accordance to that there should have been a multitude of streamers and other people who would then start to play the game by helping rather than harming and then, in doing so, kind of changed the structure and the nature of the game. Things like that happened. Also, the process of them being like, they're releasing a sequel to the game, and so they're going to shut down everything and not make it backwards compatible and whatnot was also a very jarring and ridiculous concept being brought up. You had a character who essentially was incredibly smart in programming. He was the co creator of the original source code that the game was based off of, but he just chose to stay in the area of doing. Um, complaints and whatnot and i actually thought it was like the one part of the movie where taco Watiti actually was able to like he wasn't being this eccentric asshole but rather like a a pretty smart forthcoming boss and i thought this should have been him the entire movie was when he sat the guy down and he told him he was like i know you're smart yeah i know you're smart enough to be up there in programming to do more and he was like are you sure you're okay here And then it's like, I gave you a job because you got skills. And it was like, are you sure you're okay here? And he was like, yeah, no, I'm okay. And he was like, hey, all right. And he was like, well, he was like, well, um, he's like, at least I don't got to pay. And he said, well, I'm not going to argue with me not having to pay you more. And it was like, okay. And it was like, yeah, it was over with So. That scene I actually liked, and I was like, Yeah, that's how business works. And it was like, Dude, you have skills to actually get more money out of this, and you're just like, No, nah, I don't want And it was like, That, that, that doesn't like that's so stupid. <laughs> and it was like, And there's someone who essentially is later introduced to someone who loves coding and he's just really good at coding games and whatnot. And it was like, Oh, like, even if this was the one, like, that one game that you sold was uh, this coding masterpiece, motherfucker there's still more games (laughs) that you can create that you can play and you can make and do whatever. But nah, he just, he just gave up. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what a programmer would say. It's totally how that mindset of that world works. It was like, you know, like, Hey, are you sure you don't want to be on the NFL team? You just okay being on the practice team? Yeah, I'm okay here. All right, whatever. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I know you can handle yourself with the big boys. Yeah, no, nah, I'm okay. All right, dude, whatever. Like <laughs> it was like, I'm gonna, not going to tell you or like urge you to go to your full fucking potential. Like if you're, you're comfortable with this shit. Hey, you know, far be it for me to twist your arm about it. It is just ridiculous. But even um having that and then uh, what, what was the other thing I was just thinking about? um like having that and then going into the realm of this character being in like the, the the co-creator, the guy who was working with Taco Watiti. having him essentially be the voice of reason. Whenever Taco was to say something that was just generally upsetting or jarring or just wrong him being like, yeah, we're going to shut down the servers of free city one. They're not going to be able to transfer anything from free city one over to free city two. And then he was like, yeah, but you promised that the game would be backwards compatible. You're not, keeping up with your promises and he was like here's the funny thing i lied and then the guy looked at him as if it was the end of the fucking world and anyone who plays video games can tell you it isn't (laughs) that isn't the end of the fucking world like you have any idea how many video games get created that lie to their customers almost all of them now (laughs) and i know this is from from the perspective of a video game of of a of a gamer and whatnot but Let's be real. in a corporate setting, if the cre- if the owner of the company says something and does the other, it is not up to the guy who handles complaints to question or argue with whatever the fuck it is that he's talking about. you, you, you don't have that position. You're not in that position.' You're not you're not a programmer. you turn down that position and whatnot. Your job is what your job is. and all you're supposed to do is focus on that job. If this company goes over under, you have to look for a brand new job. You, you are not <laughs> meant to be the one to go, but you made promises. We got to keep up with those promises. Bitch, if, there were, if they were meant to be developing a brand new game, literally that entire place would be in crunch time because they wouldn't have a focus on whatever glitches or problems are appearing within the first game. They would mainly need to be focused on um, getting the second game ready and done in order to, um, for the launch. And so more so, you'd have a small team of people settled – and push to the side that would be handling any issues or troubles that are currently probably that are currently popping up within the game because hey, it's a live service game. That shit happens all the time. And realistically, that's what this movie should have possibly did is that you had a small team of people focusing on this live service game and starting to have issues and trouble while the entire company is working and focusing on the sequel. Therefore, no, therefore, (laughs) ergo, when, uh, Ryan Reynolds, as the blue shirt guy, was going around doing what he was doing within the game, it would go unnoticed to the main people because they would just look at it as like, hey, people are having a fun with the game and everything, but don't worry. We're going to have more exciting things happening in uh, in Free City 2. So just get people more excited and more amped up for the next sequel game. That's how companies work. And it wouldn't have been until they saw sales drop, and then they just still could have had the same narrative aspect of that sale um, and pre-order sales dropped within the X, um, force pre, um, free city Two, And then that would have been something that would have made the company head figure out and talk about like, Whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on? And so then that would have get noticed that way. It would have gave a wonderful pacing element because the movie is kind of all over the fucking place when it comes to time and whatnot. Um, so many different moments in the game where it's like, all right, exactly how long, Like, how much time has passed? I have no idea how long it took Ryan Rums to get to level 100, but considering that he's an NPC, I figure that it it would be like, you know, a couple of days. He doesn't really need to sleep or eat or anything like a normal fucking gamer, but still, weird. (laughs) Uh, Like, I just would like to know that. But having Takawatiti basically essentially do the practices that is normally done within a video game company and then being criticized for that when it's like, this shit happens all the fucking time. Dumb. Um, <laughs> and then you have the added aspect of this guy essentially constantly um, questioning anything that Taco is saying. And it was like, yo, why hasn't he fired him a long time ago? And he just, they don't. <laughs> so he just keeps him around. But it's like, for what? He refuses to work on a higher level and he's not all he is is just um like fixing complaints and whatnot so what what exactly like why haven't you fired him got rid of him or anything like that it, it just just dumb he's <laughs> dumb shit throughout the movie like i said this isn't a movie that you sit down and think about it's a movie that you go watch and you turn your brain off and then it's like oh okay yeah that was something but the shit that happens in the movie is incredibly questionable and just really fucking jargon and, and kind of offsetting when you think about it but you, had, um, you have essentially um, just so many people lose interest in the sequel to the game because of everything that Ryan Reynolds was doing in the first game, which makes no sense. Um, also with the fact that it was never reported or said that the game wouldn't be backwards compatible so that everything that they do in the first game would include and go over to the second game, which was promising to be bigger and better than ever. So, if they were smart. They could have had it to where the co creator of the um, game with the girl could have basically been a informant or a leak and was spreading around leaks and stuff like that, saying that the second game isn't going to have backwards compatibility. Things or general things that essentially would make gamers upset, which would then cause for concern for the game um, to the owner of the company. So every time tv was basically saying the things he was saying, you could add someone within the. Um, in the fucking studio, basically being an informant and let leak through social media and whatnot, and then you would have another um, concept of essentially you being able to show those streamers doing whatever it is that they're doing, rather than just gawking at the fact that Ryan Reynolds' character is just not playing the game normal, you know? And it was like, I guess that was supposed to be really fucking interesting, but whatever. <laughs> but. Then you had people sitting there and bringing them more and more information about the game. And it was like, you know, habits where they're like, wait a minute, it's not backwards compatible. Then what about the, the DLC I bought? And it was like, I'm not going to be able to use it on the next game. But they said I could. And it was like, oh, no. Nah. And people be like, I'm canceling my subscription. And then like you see other big time streamers saying I'm canceling my pre order or something like that. Not until I see that the game is going to be actually good or anything like that. Just shit that generally would have made sense. And in terms of why... The uh why the dominoes fell the way that they fell. Because the way how everything transpires in the movie, it comes across as just the wait, how the fuck did that happen? Or just like, oh, because Ryan Reynolds is playing the game this way, then sales are dropped, like pre-order sales are dropping for the next game. what how the fuck did that happen? Like, why why would that happen? And it's like I know the movie said it, but why would that happen? Weird shit. <laughs> so I just There were just so many glaring problems with that aspect. And then you come across the essential uh, main female of the movie, who, um, you know, uh, the the main chick of the movie, who was the co-creator of the original source code and whatnot, who Ryan Reynolds was falling in love with, or who Ryan Reynolds fell in love with. The idiocy behind what they did with that character is annoying because it was a nice sentiment, but then it was something to where the character herself Basically, had multiple times where you know you, you, you kind of had her be smart and then she do dumb shit. And then I'm supposed to be believing that she's actually smart, you know, she's someone who created a fucking AI program. Yet when it came to how computers or these AI programs should possibly function or how they would possibly function, it just seemed like she was at a fucking loss, you know. Um, the co creator, the guy who was working for Ataka Watiti, um, he I do hope that I'm pronouncing that correctly, <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise I'm saying Watidia. Glad um, the co-creator essentially was like bust um, breaking down and talking about exactly what all um, the AI aspects and things like that, and why these characters are in this game, and more proof added on to her original theory that her original game is being used as a, was used as a blueprint for this current game and things like that, and you would have her just kind of be dismissive of this information. When it's like, this is perfect. This is all the shit you've been looking for in order to prove your case. And then it's like, it's incredibly dismissive until something happens within the game where it's like, oh no, I have hope again. And then then it was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? Like, what? (laughs) And then even her, um, essentially, when she finds out that Ryan Reynolds is an AI, which was incredibly odd because of the fact that she found out he was an AI, and then the co-creator guy tells her that he was an A. She's a he's an AI that he programmed, and he wrote the code for, and he wrote the code according to a specific set of, of details, and that was the the weird thing was that he was like, I wrote the code, um, for him, in accordance to him falling in love with a girl, and so I had to use you as a base for that girl. So everything that you like, everything that you are, all the things that you care about, I made him find that attractive into a mate. And then upon seeing Ryan Reynolds' character, who essentially is handsome, then yeah, he literally made your perfect guy. But he's a guy to be programmed to like all the things you like. And that never was a problem in the entire fucking movie. And I thought that was just so creepy and just so weird that someone who supposedly is smart couldn't understand or grasp that concept. And I was like, am I the only one who gets that? Like that that's fucking weird. And I was like, they made like he made your perfect guy. Because he likes all the shit that you like. So essentially, that would be your perfect guy. That's fucking weird. And you fell in, and like basically, you have feelings for this guy. And it's like, he just, he does all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, because he's based off of the things that you like. It's not like he has those opinions on that stuff on his own. He was an AI program that has the exact same likes and dislikes as you, but he's free thinking. But outside of that, his core, is a mirror of yourself, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Someone wants to tell me, hey, this hot girl over here has basically the exact same likes and dislikes as you. Yeah. And I was like, are you going to be with her? Well, that's fucking weird. Why? Because you're telling me that essentially she had no choice in the matter. You gave her all the likes and dislikes that I have, <laughs> you know? And I was like, you put that into her brain. That is a fucking robot. And I know it. And guess what? You can't fuck a robot. (laughs) Not yet anyway, (laughs) but you can't fuck a robot. So no, no, I'm not going to pretend like I'm actually in love with her. No, I understand the sentiment. I get the concept and all that. But still, that should have been a glaring problem. There's where it's like she even where it should have had her even mention that. But it didn't because that's not something that she thought of as a bad thing. And I was like, well, if that's just not fucking stupid, and then this movie also had moments where they kind of slide in different shit of like, um, uh, uh kind of not not really uh SJW stuff, but you know, kind of like that, you know, it, you know, angry woman type thing. Like, you can make you the best cup of cappuccino. I want to do something that matters. That's better. And I was like, that's a funny joke. And then it was like the chick who's created as a honeypot decides to go and write a memoir about men and, like, uh, sexual themes and stuff like that, and I was like, sure she did, you know? And I was like, I couldn't have her say something about, like, a hiking book or anything like that. And I was like, no, she had to write a book about sexual preference, like, sexualities and differences and shit like that, and I was like, of course she did. And then it was like, and then the movie itself doesn't have a problem with a woman figuring out that essentially the guy, the guy who has feelings for her essentially has manifested feelings. They're, they're a lot. And then it took Ryan Reynolds at the end of the fucking movie to explain that to her. And I was like, wow, this girl is really not smart. Like she's really fucking dumb. <laughs> like just, just really fucking dumb. Um <laughs> like even to the point of like not figuring out who Ryan Reynolds's character was as an NPC and it's like you know that his NPC is supposed to say and act the way that he does things, but then he comes and approaches you and follows you and talks to you. It's like, well, then why didn't you put together that he is the NPC? And it's like, I granted I can understand the concept of being like, yo, it's a player who's sticking to the role of the NPC and whatnot. But also, you know, it was like Ryan Reynolds' character, like just, uh, that's another, that's a problem. That's a hat on a hat, really, because his character was able to level up, but it was like he's an NPC. So, how was he able to level up and they never explained that so then it was like well then doesn't that mean that all the characters in the game are capable of leveling up it just, uh. <laughs> so just uh just so it was just so but going back to that female aspect and I was like so it took Ryan Reynolds for him to explain to you I'm just a love letter to you and it was like and you can't be wasting your life in this game when you have a life to live and I was like yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. So even after everything was all said and done and all the stuff happened, you still wanted to just hang around Ryan Reynolds, who essentially was just a guy who liked and did all the things that you liked. That's it. (laughs) I was like, never mind the fact that the guy who wrote that into the programming essentially wouldn't necessarily have those same likes and dislikes, but understands that those are the things that you like and dislike. And it was just like, come on, man. And then even from that, this sick, so sick, is a sick concept that essentially he has been alone all this time until she finally thought of him like in that way at the end of the movie to where they run, embrace and kiss. And I just thought that was just disturbing. And I was like, it'd have been totally cool if he just like had a regular life, he knew her and things like that. And then generally when they had the moment of them being like, do those two like each other when they were getting interviewed about the game a long time ago, that they were general in the concept like, no, no, because it's totally competent that a guy and a girl can work together and not be in love with one another, but know each other so well that they can implement and put in shit that makes sense. And it's like, yeah, that, should have been with this movie was going for with that aspect and it just had her kind of get over you know like basically she was able to like her uh basically uh, her prop or basically the hill that she was able to climb was that she was able to bring back the game that she was in love with making and like everything that she wanted from that game was finally coming to fruition and she's doing it alongside of her partner who essentially is happy to be working along with her because he found out after the fact that he wasn't working on the game anymore that that's what he always wanted to do work on this game. They love this game. That would have been fine. You don't need a emotional, um, emotional connection for that or a romantic um, concept in between that. It seemed cheesy and really tacked on. And I was like, it happened. And I was like, yeah, all right. But the dude, like her and the guy, basically weren't even allowed to contact each other because of a, uh, a non disclosure agreement that he signed. So it seems as if his feelings for her would have been put away and he should have done something with his life to do something else. You know, <laughs> it's like, just his life wouldn't just be on hold because he still has feelings for her. People don't function like that. And I hate when movies try to persuade that because it's like people don't function like that. So They went for this whack-ass cheesy love letter thing that just honestly wasn't cool. If anything, you just should have had the girl talk to Ryan Reynolds at the end and him being like, yeah, but I'm here. And it was like, you can't be here. So, and it was like, I love you and everything, but you can't be here. You need to go live out your life in the real world. And her understanding that fact and then coming to grips with that, getting just nice set of closure between those two. But it was like, he was literally programmed for you. Just like Jesus Christ <laughs> like how do you not understand that uh, and then the 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 worst thing was like um the co-creator was like in the company talking loudly about essentially sabotaging the company no one um, overheard him or no one said anything but then he was going around on his laptop interfering with like um, the code inside of the game to ensure Ryan Reynolds and the girl were able to get through the things that they were able to do but then when they caught him security didn't take his laptop away. Um uh, allowed him to open his laptop and then press some buttons, not realizing that he basically is still connected to the game with the laptop, which is why he had the fucking laptop in the first place. And then they let allow him to leave with said fucking laptop without anyone taking it, checking it, and making sure that he didn't have any viable information. The dude is a known professional coder. You know that he made his own video game. Having his laptop checked to make sure that he didn't have like the source code for the sequel game, let alone the original game, would be imperative to any fucking gaming company. Alright? Shit... Motherfuckers, like, who, who was it? CD Projekt Red just had that shit ransomed, um, not too long ago. <laughs> because that shit is that important. So, like, that that just seemed so idiotic that they would do that, only to allow, like, small little scenes that just kind of was just like, what, what the fuck was that? I don't... Ah. And it's like, I don't want to call it Pixel. Because <laughs> it wasn't... Pixel was just really bad. But this movie was another attempt in trying to... In trying to sit there and capture the gaming gamers within a movie. And then doing it badly. Um, I'm pretty sure there's... like I'm pretty sure because of the fact that they basically have um, a bunch of references within this movie. And certain references were obtained to like certain movies and whatnot that you would understand that, yeah, I'm pretty sure these were the Disney reshoots. So with that being um, the case, I wonder exactly how the original movie was meant to be, you know, and it's like exactly what all was a reshoot, what all was fairly new or different or whatever, you know, did little questions you know it was like did the movie have a different turn did it have a different concept or even a different ending did guy and you know blue shirt guy essentially die at the end in order to prove everything you know just certain stuff that just seems like uh just just questions that i have but ultimately the movie itself kind of just ends on a happy note for everyone and, and it's just but his execution and doing things was just really really sloppy in terms of an actual well scripted movie standpoint like i said this is a nice little fun movie that i'm pretty sure any type of kid would enjoy watching um and i do mean kid like children you know like like a fucking eight to ten year old or something like that eight ten um ten to eight and below like would fucking enjoy this movie but anything other than that no and just seeing how much they try to include what is known within the gaming community within this game. No. No, 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 no. Another failed attempt at doing that. It's up there in the ranks of essentially, you know, when they, uh, they keep making movies based off of video games and then they're getting it horribly wrong because they don't even take the most basic aspect of said video game and then apply that to whatever movie um, that they're dealing with. Uh, one of the worst of, uh not one of the worst but uh like a perfect example is like the assassin creed franchise that movie <laughs> like watch it and if you play the assassin creed games you'd be like what the fuck is this <laughs> that's all it really was like what the fuck is this and um was it like that what because what they're, they're now going to start doing the um the last of us um video like that's going to become a tv show or something and it's like, yeah, but that game was designed to be a movie, so all you really have to do is just take that game and you know film it with real people, and there you go. And let's see how they fuck that up. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're um, they're gonna go into Last of Us Part Two, which is just gonna be a thousand times worse. <laughs> you know how much everyone loved that, mo- you know, that game, but yeah, uh, again, similar to what Pixels did big budget movie doing all this random crazy wacky shit involving video games but again don't really get your audience like you really don't and there's like adam sandler and them doing all these uh video games that came out in like the 70s and the 80s pac-man and shit like that and thinking that this is going to appeal to kids of a you know of of this generation or people who play games of this generation and it make any type of sense you lost your fucking mind like <laughs> like you really lost your mind. but then again that was just a horribly written movie with just a horrible concept it was just all around bad but this movie just really didn't have a concrete script if it had a better structured script far more creativity added into the aspect of it rather than just kind of go for the cheap jokes i would have felt i would have liked it a little bit more far more um creative casting that would have allowed for better interactions with people and then essentially more um, off the hip type of comedy, you know, real is supposed to be a comedian. Ryan Reynolds has proven time and time again that he can rip it with the best of them in terms of going, um, in terms of basically uh, ad lib and shit. So why not? Like, you know, like why would their um, back and forth be so whack? You know, like, cause it was <laughs> like, it just, it just really was. It came off just really, <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's a movie to watch, but I, I assure you, it'll be one that you would only possibly watch once. Um, yeah, that's really it. It's sad, but it's like, Hey, I'm, I already know for a fact that Disney isn't going to let this man do another Deadpool. And if they do, it won't be one that anyone wants to watch. But be that as it may, it's sad that as, like, the last movie that he did under the Fox umbrella, this essentially was something that just could have been a hell of a lot better. Um, hell, it even had him say, like, it only had, like, one F word in it so it get a PG-13 rating. Well, honestly, if it went for more of an R-rated, ridiculous video game type of um, movie it probably it probably would have did a hell of a lot better um cuz i assure you children see r rated movies all the time <laughs> uh but you know what it could um what it should have could have so i'm going to end it there like i said this isn't a movie that i would personally buy um at all it's something that i've seen once and that's about it You know, you're babysitting some kids, and they want to sit down and look at something, and it pops up, by all means. Like, yeah, I can stomach looking at it again. But for the most part, nah. References and cameos galore, but nothing that actually was too much engaging. I mean, Chad and Tatum did the damn thing. And honestly, his his interaction with Ryan Reynolds was far more just like that should have been more in the movie. (laughs) The real dude sucks. God, he sucks. Like, just he's not funny fuck but hollywood keeps sticking his ass and everything because he's a safe black guy it's like ah damn it like he is not funny (laughs) oh i hate the safe black comedians. safe black comedians just oh they're not funny jesus christ (laughs) but that's it so this has been another episode of fun with flame i've been your host daniel the flame and it's always good people hope you had fun oh yeah one more thing Who the fuck would want to watch a game where a bunch of NPCs are living their boring life doing nothing? That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. If anything, the more apt game would possibly be The Sims franchise. But in that game, you at least get to control a character doing something and living out a regular life. Watching a character live out of their regular life, just that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like That doesn't make any type of sense. Reality shows and shit like that, sure, granted, but uh, and then the AI program that they created was an incredibly advanced that it, 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 it was a super advanced piece of technology that was capable of actually interfering and going against the code that the game itself was set up around. So, why weren't they contacted by the government after everything that was happening? Like, everyone got to see that an actual NPC came to fucking life. They should have had a government grant or something like that. But And no, the movie just ended with them having like a little, like, like a small indie setup or something like that. And I was just fucking retarded, (laughs) fucking retarded.